Welcome to the Faith Collective Stories Read Aloud. On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand A Story of Faith by Mary Alice Smith In May of 1967, I met Woodrow Smith, Jr. He took me to church on our second date, and I knew he was the one. I proposed to him, and to my surprise, he accepted. Four months later, on September 9th, we were married. During our marriage, I completed my Bachelor of Science degree. Woody completed his MBA, and we had two sons. Because Woody wanted to be a business owner, we bought a McDonald's franchise, two great American cookie company franchises, a screen printing business, and a mail service center. After selling all our businesses and retiring, we both went back to work. Go figure. Woody became an adjunct professor at CSN, and I became a vice president at an e-commerce company. 2015 became the pivotal year in our marriage. We were in our 70s, but still very active, taking lots of cruises and just enjoying life. One day, I noticed Woody was walking bent over, and I suggested he cut down the number of gym days, especially his bicycle spinning classes. Then he started to complain about being in pain and went to the pain management doctor, who cut the nerve endings in his back. Still no relief. He did acupuncture and medical massages. Finally, x-rays showed his thyroid had dropped down into his chest and a goiter had wrapped around his neck and was resting on his windpipe. He needed surgery. That's when our life changed forever. But I wasn't too worried because we were both strong Christians. Our youngest son and family lived in Las Vegas and were always there to help, so we remained confident that everything would work out. On June 15, 2015, Woody had a biopsy on his thyroid to eliminate any chance of cancer, after which we experienced one setback after another. It took 52 days to get the team together and find a hospital where everyone had privileges. He finally had the surgery on August 5th. By this time, he had lost 45 pounds and was very sick. But surgery did not solve the problem. In September, he was diagnosed with pulmonary hypertension, high blood pressure in the lungs, and there was no cure. Between June and September, my prayers went between begging and complaining. By December, Woody was on a ventilator 24-7, Between November 2015 and March 2016, he was hospitalized every month for a minimum of five to seven days. I had a standing joke with the ambulance drivers that after the 10th trip, I should get one free. I put God's cell phone number on speed dial because I was calling him all the time. During one of the hospitalizations in March, Woody was given three days to live. Once again, God answered my call and he went home after 13 days. In April 2016, we got a new doctor who sent him to UMC for his next hospitalization. He was then diagnosed with advanced ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Now he had two diseases with no cure. Fortunately, Dr. Ginsburg and his clinic at UMC were nationally recognized, and he started new medication immediately. Dr. Ginsburg ordered him a custom-fitted motorized wheelchair that weighed 350 pounds and required a special van. I was 76 years old and had never driven anything that big before. Every time I drove that van, God had his hands on the wheel and his eyes on the road, because I was terrified. 
From April to December 2016, Woody was holding steady. He had lost his deep, melodious voice to a raspy whisper, but he could still talk, walk, and eat small meals, even though he had to have a feeding tube inserted. We had survived 2016 only through the grace of God. In January 2017, Woody had a serious setback and had to be intubated to help him breathe and relieve the stress on his body. He went between UMC and the acute care hospital four times in 33 days. I leaned heavily on Philippians 4, 6-7, which basically says, Take your problems to God with thanksgiving, and He will give you peace that transcends all understanding. As I met other people in the hospital and rehab facilities, I was reminded that everyone was on some kind of journey that was unique to them, and some were longer and more difficult than others. My son, our friends, and church members visited, prayed, called, and sent cards continuously. I stayed with Woody all day, every day, until he went to sleep at night. And when my next-door neighbors saw me come home each night, they just showed up with dinner. We were truly blessed beyond measure. In order to bring him home in April, I trained for every phase of his care. One mistake I made was giving him a wireless alarm system to call me, which he used constantly, even when I was a few feet away. I sent out regular updates because I wanted to show that no matter how long and uncertain our journey was becoming, God was faithful in his promise to never leave us alone. My second favorite verse became Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I closed all my letters with, On Christ the solid rock I stand. And I did. In May, Woody returned to the hospital and then back to rehab still on the ventilator attached to the tracheotomy tube. It had been over two years since we started on this long journey, and he had spent more time in the various hospitals and rehab facilities than at home. It was emotionally and physically draining for me because I was always with him. On July 31st, Woody went from rehab back to the acute care hospital to receive the first new ALS drug created in years. But then it took a month to get approval, and actually find and receive the drug. Once started, treatment would take 38 days before he could go home. On August 30th, Woody celebrated his 79th birthday. On September 3rd, I celebrated my 77th birthday. On September 9th, we celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary in the hospital. Not exactly what I had planned, but grateful he was still here. On October 19th, Woody passed away. The hospital staff cried with me. I have always tried to use our journey as an example of God's continued faithfulness, love, and grace, and how to live through all your trials with and by faith, no matter the outcome. God was the reason I could do everything and get through all the phases of Woody's growing illnesses. I had included him throughout because it wasn't me doing it alone. It has been almost five years now since Woody passed, but I am okay because I can feel and see the love of God in my daily life. I am surrounded by family and friends on whom I can call at any time. I believe God still has a purpose for my life. Several recently widowed friends have called to ask how I managed to get through it. I always share how prayer and my faith continue to sustain me. It hasn't been easy, but it does get better with time. And if I feel especially lonely, I wrap my arms around myself and tell God I know He is with me, so I will never be alone.
We are the Faith Collective. We share stories of faith to help women find connection through community and know God in their own stories. Join us at thefaithcollective.com and on our Instagram page, at The Faith Collective. If you've enjoyed our stories, please take a moment to add your voice to our faith community through commenting here on the podcast or on our website and Instagram. Your story can make a difference in someone else's story.